everybody, and welcome back into another edition of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrand, alongside Tiger Football head coach Josh Blankenship. Coach, let's let's start on the defensive side of the ball this time. Uh, plus four in the turnover margin uh, in that game against Moore on Friday. Uh, why were you guys able to turn the Lions over so effectively? Man, it was uh, it's kind of one of those games. I was talking to our defense coordinator, Coach Mon, even going into the game. I said, this is a lot like uh, arena ball. I mean, this the way they play on offense, the way they go for it on fourth down, um, you know, analytics kind of go out the window. And then if you look at analytics for arena ball, we used to say, if you can get four stops, uh, you're going to win the game. Uh, you know, you get five stops, you might dominate the game. Um, so they really did a great job of, of holding down and, and, and staying the course for the four quarters. Um, cause that's easily, easy to get frustrated with that quarterback and those receivers that they had, but pulling off those, uh, those turnovers in timely fashion. And then even the turnover on downs a few times were, were big, uh, in, Certainly the turnovers helped in the fourth quarter, but you guys got some just outright stops in yeah. the fourth quarter as well. It seemed like some of that was getting more pressure on the quarterback. Do you feel like you guys were able to increase your pressure on him over the course of that game and towards the end? Yeah, he was. he's tough to get pressure on too because he moves around so well. Um, but we did a couple of things, um, you know, not huge adjustments, but, uh, you know, trying to get Will Hyde a few more snaps. He really does a good job of bending the edge and, and uh, pressuring the quarterback to move up. And then we did a better job of collapsing the pocket there in the fourth quarter. Um, but overall, just tackling in space and, and settling into the game there in the second half, uh, that's where those stops really made a, a difference was tackling. Dietrich Moore continues to kind of roam free and yeah. make big plays. Uh, he had two more interceptions in that game the other night. Uh, when He obviously has some freedom to move around a little bit. So in order to allow that to happen, what do those other 10 guys have to do to make sure that they're staying sound as well? They've got to be lined up. I mean, it's very cliche football. They've <laughs> got to be aligned right, and they've got to do their jobs. Um, and then the way it's structured now is, is you know, it, it, there's no secret about it. It's structured around Dietrich and uh, freeing him up to be what he is. Um, you know, obviously depends on everybody else doing their jobs. And we'll hear from uh, one of those guys uh, who does that well, Shane Wyatt, here in just a little bit. Uh, we, you know, we talked about uh, Will Height, obviously Dietrich Moore. Who else stood out defensively in that game the other night? Lane Condry just seems to show up every game. Um, I mean, if it's not a, a pick six or a scoop and score, it's uh, just sound, sound football throughout the game. Um, you know, up front, uh, Shane Wyatt um, is playing solid and with a lot of effort. Um, and then Howard Scarborough, just uh, it's good having him back. He was coming off a concussion, but uh, well, he's turned in, playing running back last year, converted to a corner this year. Um, he just continues to progress and then got a pick there at the end to seal the deal. And a, and a guy who, uh, and we're going to talk about this in a little while too, but uh, technically has to be very proficient because he's a little undersized at corner, and, and especially against some of the weapons that they had the other night, that, that's important. Uh, did give up some yardage, obviously gave up some points in that game. So what still needs to improve on that defensive side of the ball? Tackling in space. Um, you know, we've got to start faster. I think we, we are, I think our hearts are still a little hurt from the week before in that jinx game. And then, the game getting moved from Friday unexpectedly moved to Thursday. I think uh, us adjusting to that and adapting is is always a challenge, and um, we should be more in routine this week, uh, you know, having that extra day to rest. You know, those guys went through two wars, really, in six days, you know, in that jinx and the more game. and So getting healthy and then uh, flying around and tackling better. That's Tiger Football Head Coach Josh Blankenship. We'll be back with more in just a moment here on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Right now, get $200 from TTCU Federal Credit Union when you open a new checking account with Direct Deposit. What would you buy with $200? 
cars, race cars, my own apartment, 100 coloring books, and a puppy. <laughs> or maybe some groceries and a tank of gas. $200 for whatever works for you from TTCU. Because life is better in balance. Welcome back into Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib and Madam Hildebrand, alongside Tiger Football head coach Josh Blankenship. Coach, let's let's flip over to the other side of the ball here. Lots of good things offensively in that game the other night. Uh, Nate Jones went for well over 200 yards. Caden Jones went for well over 100 yards. When you have multiple backs that are having that kind of success, uh, you got to start with the offensive yep. line. What did those guys do so well in that game on Thursday? Uh, they were so, so efficient. Um, you know, we're seeing the loaded box. When I say loaded box, I don't even mean the traditional seven, eight. I mean, we're seeing nine every week. Um, so uh, knowing their jobs and be able to hat everybody up and then get your running back on a safety or a DB, um, you always got a shot when you can do that. And then you got the shot to be explosive too. Um, you know, if you can bust through that front nine, there's nobody else back there. And so that's why you'll see some big runs on occasion. Uh, credit to those guys up front, but uh, Nate Jones and, and KD are special, and uh, they it's awesome watching how that whole group has progressed, and, and we've really got some things we feel like we can hang our hat up. And Nate Jones in particular has had a, a solid year, but he hasn't had a huge breakout game like he had the other night. Uh, was, was there anything that was special about him or different from him specifically on Thursday? He's just so thick and physical um, that I think in, you know, in that type of game where we were determined to run the, run the ball for four quarters, he is really hard to tackle in the fourth quarter once you're tired. Um, you know, he's special in the first, second, and third, but, but he's a difference maker there in the fourth quarter um, just because of how physical he runs. Uh, another guy who had a, a big breakout game the other night was Cade Matthews, yeah. 187 yards, a couple of scores. Uh, what, what allowed to have him, you know, him to have his biggest game of the year? Well, he's played well all year. He was, he was kind of one of those guys we thought was going to have a breakout year. Uh, he came to us uh, late in the season, uh, was a baseball guy. He was ready to come play some football again, and, um, developed well last year, and uh, we were excited to see what he'd do. He's just uber talented. I would put him up there with, with any other receiver in the state as far as the ability and the talent and the skill set. Um, he's a big, long target, uh, times the ball well in the air. And then the way Owen's throwing the ball right now, uh, the chemistry those guys have is, is uh, you know, to counter that with the run game right now is what we've got to have. That was actually who I was going to go to next was Owen Jones because we've seen him take deep shots this year and just didn't quite connect on right. on a handful of them early. Uh, is there anything specifically that he's improved on in terms of delivering the ball down the field? Five hundred fights. You know, it's the you know he was a sophomore, had never started a high school game early in the season, and uh, you go compare his efficiency from the first half to the second half, and I really think it's just a matter of experience and reps and being poised in those moments to connect when you've got a guy. Uh, whether he's wide open or covered, the ball placement right now is excellent for Moen. Uh The other thing it seemed like, at least from what we could tell up top, was that he had more time to throw it downfield. Yep. Uh, did the pass protection grade out better this last week? It did. Uh, you know, they they weren't a big pressure defense, uh, so I expected us to. Um, you know, this will be a more challenging week going into this week if we can continue to protect. Um, not to take any credit away from our guys. They're doing a great job. Uh, um, but it was a... Uh, stop the run mentality more than they wanted to bring a bunch of pressure, um, which we'll kind of see the opposite of that this week. We'll be looking forward to seeing how that plays out. That's Tiger football head coach Josh Blankenship. We'll be back with more in just a moment. This is Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments, and we are fully prepared for your safety in our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. 
we've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24 seven. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries. And we're open for your appointments from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. Hey, welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrandt, joined, of course, by Josh Blankenship. We've got Shane White and Ross Martin, a couple of linemen with us, opposite sides of the line, so we set them on opposite sides of the table. Not really. It was already planned that way. That's how it always happens, but we'll stick with it. All right, Shane, let, let, let's start with you. Uh, you battled with some uh, injuries at the beginning of the season, didn't play for the first couple of weeks. Uh, what, what did you kind of learn from that experience as you were working back from that and trying to get back on the field? Uh, really just patience. I had to have a lot of patience, like, Almost 10 months out of football is really hard to stay off the field and get my rehab done. What were some things that you, uh, I mean, obviously rehab and trying to get back healthy, but what, what did you do to, to kind of stay ready and improve as much as you could while you weren't able to physically go out and practice? Um, yeah, I tried to stay healthy. Uh, I mean, yeah, rehab, just eating right, drinking a lot of water, all that kind of stuff. He did a really good job in addition to his rehab of uh, still putting on good weight in the offseason in the weight room. Um, you know, he was, uh, as a junior, probably still undersized and, and really had a good offseason, even in spite of the knee and rehabbing through that. That's impressive. I think I'd probably pretty much shut it down and uh, knowing myself at that point. Uh, what do you feel like are some strengths that you bring to this uh, defensive line? I think I'm definitely like a run stopper, run first kind of guy. Uh, I just fill my gaps, do my job. Nothing special, nothing flashy. You got to have some of that on the defensive line. What about uh, what about outside of football? What else do you like to do? Um, I like fishing, hunting, video games, track. Should have known probably from the full beard from right. the high school senior that that was probably going to be the direction that was going to go. All right, let's go over to Ross, Ross Martin. Uh, what the last week? Speaking of beards. Speaking of beards, yeah, it's, we got some. There's some full facial hair going on at this table this morning. Uh, you've got uh, coming off. Arguably the best week of the year offensive line-wise. Uh, ran for almost 400 yards last week. What what do you guys felt like feel like you did well last week up front? Uh, you know, just running the plays that we run best. Um, being really consistent, getting better every week. I think we're peaking at the right time. You guys have, have shuffled around at times in terms of guys moving to different positions. Uh, it, is that challenging, and, and or do you feel like that's made you better as an offensive line because you can interchange a little bit? Uh, I think it's definitely made us better. I mean, the inside three guys are pretty much interchangeable. We can all move around. It's a lot of the same blocking schemes for the same guys. Uh, we have a lot of guys that can snap, put their hand on the ground, so we're pretty versatile up there. Uh, as an individual, what, what's the best part of your game, do you think? Uh, I think I'm a really good technician. I think I have really good technique in my blocks, and um, I also don't have many mental busts. I'm pretty consistent with that. Yeah, let's talk about that technique a little bit because there are guys that, I mean, you faced a couple of guys that were like what the Union kid was like 6'4", 340 or yep. something like that. Uh, when you're matched up against somebody like that, how does that technique come into play in terms of you being still being capable of blocking him? Um, keeping a low pad level. Uh, don't don't get your hips high and then keep your hands inside. Uh, get your hands on first. If you can do that, you can usually control them. I'm going to ask this question anyway. 
but you have a Bass Pro hat on. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. do you do away from football? <laughs> well, I'm a big fishing guy, big outdoors guy. I love going to the lake. Uh, anytime I can get, I go fishing probably. And uh, just, you know, hanging out, playing video games. Well, I'll add some variety here. What lake do you most frequent when you're going fishing? Uh, Grand Lake. Grand Lake. All right. yeah. That's a good way to go. I tend to, I tend to, I'd spent a lot of time on Sky Took as a kid. I had some friends that had a boat up there, but haven't, haven't been to Grand Lake quite as much. So there you go. Fisherman. I think that's got to be, if we took an exit poll, that's like 95% of the guys that we've talked right. to over the course of this year. But uh, Ross, Shane, thanks very much for giving us some time and uh, good luck this week. Thank you. Back with more in just a moment. This is Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Rib Crib. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, we have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow, the right balance. Hey everybody, welcome back in one more time to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. You got Norman coming up uh, this week. It, you get to host a playoff game for yeah. to, to start things off here. Uh, what have you seen from Norman as you've prepared from this game? We're somewhat familiar with them. They were in our district last year. We had to go to their place late in the season, and they were ready for us. Uh, walked into a buzzsaw defensively. They were, um, you know, we thought we had really started to explode uh, with Marion last year and found some things uh, with he and Sterling in the run game and. Uh, they really they really stuffed us and stopped us there for a big chunk of the game. Uh, we ended up finding a couple things to squirt through and connect on and, and ended up pulling away. Uh, defensively, they you know were very, very dangerous last year. Uh, offensively, um, same you know same story this year. They've got a, a little quarterback that can go. I mean, he's one of the leading rushers in the state. Um, I mentioned that he's little because he's behind a huge O line. and so <laughs> a lot of smoke and mirrors back there uh, with what they do, whether it be wildcat or, um, using the back um, as a runner or flipping it at the last minute and uh, the running back acting like the quarterback that could hand it to the actual quarterback who runs like a running back. So um, we got our hands full there. If we can contain him, tackle well, and if we can be more efficient on offense, especially if we get behind the chains and, uh, you know, get a penalty that puts us back, we got to find a way to dig out of those. But uh, very dangerous team. We don't. <laughs> there's nobody we play that is not very talented, and and you know, especially going to the playoffs, people pretty much know who they are, and you know, they're operating within their identity. And when all was said and done in the regular season, we ended up having five Thursday games, which yeah. is is kind of crazy to think about. Uh, is it helpful timing to have that one come at the end, even though it was unexpected, to give you that extra day of rest? You're at the end of a long season, guys are beat up, and and have that going into the playoffs. Yeah, looking back on it, you're grateful for it now because you you exactly you've got some guys that went through two really brutal games in six days span, uh, so having that extra day for them to recover and recoup. Um, but having another day to, to prep a little bit, um, and it's even. They've got that other day as well. Um, but it definitely um, gives you a little bit more time to kind of double-check, uh, you know, what your plans are and why and find any errors in it. So um, grateful for that extra day for sure. Broken Arrow and Norman, first-round playoff action coming at you Friday night at Tiger Memorial Stadium. Looking forward to that one on AeroVision as well. That's Tiger Football head coach Josh Blankenship, and this has been Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. <laughs> 